I know it's a little bit late, but I've been doing some research, and I just want to tell you guys, David Koresh did nothing wrong. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was uh, David Bowie with Boys Keep Swinging, and we're going to talk about Mick Fanning today, who kept swinging against a fucking great white shark during <laughs> what I think is the only live televised shark attack ever. Today we're talking about animals <laughs> attacking people. It's going to be a wild one. I'm your host, Morgan, and I'm joined by Lachlan and Brad, Hello. who is a bad person. How are we tonight, guys? Excited? Not a lot. Sir, bruh. Sir. Always excited. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a good episode. We're going to talk about lots of different animals. Lachlan, do you want to get us started by cracking open a cold one with the boys? Boy, do I. Oh, boy, boys. howdy. So tonight I've got a frothy uh, by Matilda Bay. Uh, it is... 1.2 standard drinks. It's a pale ale. Very nice. Uh, and it is uh, from uh, Victoria. Oh, look at that. Very nice. Victoria. Yeah. Hometown. That's right. All right. Do you want to crack it open? Tell us what you think. I do. Nice. That was a solid snap. Yeah, it's a good sound effect. Yeah. Meh. Ah, it's no good. <laughs> Not having much luck with these beers, Lucky. Uh, uh, no. You're okay. on a hot streak of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. All right, so we're gonna we've got a few different animals to cover, but let's start with a list of some of the deadliest animals to humans. So, when it comes to violent attacks, you've got sharks, which account for about six human deaths per year. Wolves, about ten. Lions, twenty-two. Elephants, 500. Hippos, also 500. Crocodiles, 1,000. And then uh, our favourite animal, the doggo, uh, with 25 to 35,000. Now, these are violent attacks because they're bites and stuff, but most of the time they're not dying from injuries sustained in the attack, but from uh, diseases like rabies. Yep. And uh, you've got snakes. 50 to 100,000 people die of snakes per year. So sharks, six people per year. Snakes, a hundred thousand people per year, and in non-violent, yeah, go is on. that fifty thousand to a hundred thousand, or fifty to a hundred thousand? Because that's <laughs> that's a big range. It's definitely more than fifty. Yeah. Um, so, in non-violent <laughs> attacks, you've got the setsi fly, ten to thirty thousand people die per year, diseases right. from the setsi fly. You've got the assassin bug, aptly named, twelve thousand people. <laughs> Freshwater snails, 20,000 people, and mosquitoes, deadliest animal of all by far. Yes. 725,000. Yeah, I'd heard about that bit of the, bit of the old uh, malaria. How does a freshwater snail kill you? Oh, they got bacteria and shit like that. Yeah. People oh, must really? be eating them after you. I, I feel like oh. when, you, when you're taking animals into account, you need to, when, you, when you're taking animals into account, I feel like you should just knock out all third world deaths from the <laughs> equation because it's like if you're eating freshwater snails to survive were you really alive in the first place <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean snakes are 50 to 100,000 people no one dies in australia of snake bites plenty of people yeah. get bitten but they don't die that's cuz we it's, know what to do like, we get told in primary school exactly what to do because they're so abundant no, here yeah it's the subcontinent where all these people are dying like, where? I'm not even. I'm not even joking. No, like India, India, Pakistan. Um, it's just a Bangladesh, funny way to talk like about a, India. I'm just saying that there's a lot of. I think you'll find a lot of those deaths are there where they can't get access to medical treatment. Yeah. And it's just or like, oh, you've been bitten by a snake. It was lovely to know you, but see you later, mate. If you get if you get bitten by a snake in the bush in Australia, they'll fly a fucking helicopter out there to get you. In these yeah. other countries, they're like, no. No, they they start planning your funeral while you're still frothing at the mouth. (laughs) They don't have helicopters. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You got like the billionaires, the slumlords who got um, helicopters, (laughs) and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) they got they got helicopters, and they're like, no, I'm not, I'm not picking you up. You got you got bitten by a snake, you know? It's your fault. (laughs) In the future, I would like you to refer to me as a slumlord. I want that to be my job title. Hey, right, you got to start that slum, Brad. Uh, <laughs> Lord over it. Slum Lord. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. So, Lachlan, yeah. uh, you're an atheist. You consider yourself a rational man, a man of reason. 
Would you that rather encounter a great white shark or a mosquito? Uh, probably a... Well, look, I, you're going to pin me with this, but... <laughs> I would definitely rather encounter encounter a mosquito. Oh, well, the numbers don't bear this out. I'm just so confused as to why you would say that, Lachlan. Can we look at that as a percentage, though? Um, what's the percentage what? of Zero. fatal mosquito bites compared to fatal great white shark attacks? <laughs> All right, you got me there. Sorry, there's, yeah. there's a stat that goes around pretty often about, you know, you're more likely to die from a vending machine or from a cow falling on you. Or a how coconut. How stupid do you have to be to die from a vending machine? <laughs> or how hungry do you have to be? <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I've been pretty angry at vending machines and started rocking them and then going, oh. That is that is actually surprisingly not that stable, Brad. If you if you die from a vending machine, I'm not coming to your funeral. <laughs> oh, you're just roasting in the eulogy. If I die from a vending machine, I don't want anyone to come to my funeral. <laughs> I just want to be buried quietly in shame. Yeah, buried the, in that same vending machine. At the wake, you'll have like cans of soft drink and small packets of <laughs> chips and chocolate bars, <laughs> bags of nuts. <laughs> Um, no, in first world countries, they bolt vending machines to the wall. So, uh, you know, this is a third one. No, I don't know. But they should bolt vending machines to the, world, uh, to the wall just as a cost-saving device so they don't get tipped over and smash. It's just good yeah. economics. It's just good business. I think most people don't think people are angry slash hungry enough to shake them, but I've been pissed off with some stuff, and I'm like, wow, that moved more than I expected. So, you know, I can see how it happens is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I, I was at a parking meter the other day. I had to pay $12.70 in the parking meter. And I was like, well, this is a job for what? my... I was like, it was St. Kilda. I was like, this is a job. Okay. This is a job for my um, big jar of silver coins. So, I got it out. I was fucking putting in coin, And it had like a little thing that clipped over every time you put a coin in. So, you couldn't put the uh, next coin in for like two seconds oh, after. That's so frustrating. I couldn't just like feed them in. So, that was really annoying. And I was putting it in. And I was up to like eight bucks or whatever. And then it just said, coin jam, please pay by card. And then all my coins fell out. And I was like, I can smash that thing so bad. Coin jam, get rake scrubbed. I can just picture you like crouched down on the ground trying to shovel all the coins back into your pockets. No, no. It had like a catchment area or something. But they don't just That's not how I'm imagining it. Yeah. Okay. Well. When oh, the story fuck. gets passed on, you can tell it however you like. That's um, right, I will. Okay, so we, we've decided that this episode we're each going to talk about two animals that uh, we, we've decided to become experts in by doing some research. And, um, and you, experts you know, we have become. Right, so <laughs> Brad, do you want to go first and tell us oh. some more about the psychopaths of the sea, the killer whale? Yes, as, uh, as they're commonly referred to, the sea wolf. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, actually, that is that is true. I'm not even joking. People refer to them as sea wolves because of their uh, the way they hunt in packs and how highly organised and lethal they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you some a quick rundown of the the basic stats for a killer whale, just so people understand the size we're talking about here. This is these things are fucking huge. So the males, a typical male, ranges from six to eight meters long. Um, so, and they they weigh in excess of six tons. That is fucking huge. They're, they're, they're massive. Um, the females are a bit smaller, so they're generally five to seven meters and about three to four tons. That's sexist. Now, well, it's just true as well. But the largest one on record, and this fucking blows my mind, the largest killer, killer whale on record was 9.8 meters and weighed 10 tons. Jesus wow. Christ. And the largest the female was 8.5 meters and weighed 7.5 tons. So That's these things get... Bitch. Fucking massive, and they move like a motherfucker. That, that male, that is honestly, that's the size of like a bus. Yeah, it's fucking huge, massive, and that's on record. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you go on websites and they're like, "Oh, it's sketchy," blah blah blah. Now this one is yeah. like a good, legit confirmed one. Like you can look it up. It's fucking huge. Um, they move in in excess of fifty six kilometers an hour in the water, so they are not slow either. Like they are hammering. They've got a bite force, an estimated bite force of about nineteen thousand psi. Um, now, I'm going to tell you that in newtons because it's relevant because for a bit later, but that's uh, 13,100 newtons per square centimetre. So, that'll fuck your ass up. So, they can um, crush so- things 13,000 times as well as Isaac Newton could. 
Yes, exactly. If you were to take one Isaac Newton, like with an apple or something squeezing, they would take yeah, there'd be thirteen thousand of them. Um, it's a lot of juice. Uh, and so I found out some fun little facts about them. I mean, they mostly eat like salmon or, you know, depending on where they are, salmon, seals, blah, blah, blah. But in New Zealand, they've been observed eating sharks and stingrays. And these are not like just regular sharks. They've been in um, threshers, hammerheads, blue sharks, uh, makos, tiger sharks. Um, like they'll take down anything. Like they they are the apex predator. When people are talking about thing, like predators at the top of the deer, there's on, on par and great whites and killer whales. They are fucking filthy when it comes to their tactics <laughs> like they drown things they beach themselves on the on the land they they do everything they are fucking smart now they'll like they, pick off a like a baby whale and separate it from its mother yeah. like a gray whale or something or a blue whale separate it from oh, its mother yeah. and then drown it right yeah yeah so that's like um, yeah they, i was looking for specific examples to give people an idea so there's there's a video um i i'll provide you the link you can check in the blog but of a minky whale that's just you know swimming around loving his life and he gets <laughs> dodging gets, harpoons. Uh, yeah, dodging harpoons and, and dodging Koreans. Um, <laughs> that's a true thing. Don't hate on me. Um, and uh, you know, he gets in the the targets of the the target of the killer whale group there, and they they chased it for two hours and twenty miles, and eventually they just battered it and bit it to death. Like started eating it while it was still swimming because it, you know, slowed oh. down. And then oh, they, their tactic is to flip it so its blowhole is underwater. So and it then drowns. they use their weight to sit on top of it and drown it. Oh, good God. Yeah, so they're like stone cold killers. Like, you know, holding someone down in a bathtub by their shoulders and just looking in their eyes. <laughs> this thing is fucking <laughs> laying on top of it, just like doing the same thing. Um, it's probably trash talking it at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but they like they rotate out like a, the 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 pack of killer whales will have two people they they, they call them like the outriggers and they'll sit on either side of it to direct it and then when they start getting tired they just drop out and then two more will come in so that they're never tired but the whale just gets exhausted because whales can typically outswim a a killer whale as far as distances but not over speed so if the whale can keep going long enough they get tired but they these guys are fucking smart so they just start switching out. And, you know, the other ones will just cruise behind at a distance. And then when they start getting tired, they catch up, pop themselves there. Wow. And um, found some other examples. Seals. These guys love to fucking murder the shit out of seals. Oh, so, I've seen some videos of them yeah, fucking with so, seals. Again, I've got links for all these so if people are interested in the vlogs. But there's one seal just chilling on some ice, you know, just like, oh, life's good, bruh. And they actually break off these ice floats. Like, they, they identify the seal, by the way, which is the creepiest thing in the world. They pop their heads above the water so they can see above the oh. ice float. Then they lower themselves back in, but they do it slowly. It's fucking creepy as shit. Sinister. <laughs> Sinister. That's the word. Um, so, they drop back down under, break off the ice float until it's quite small, and then they'll move in groups to create a wave and wash the seal off. And then when it's in the water, it's just, you know, the hunt's on. So, you know, the seals are pretty smart. They've adapted. They live on the land sometimes. Not safe there either, motherfucker. <laughs> I've got videos of these guys. They'll hurl themselves into the, the beach where the seals are, you know, sunning themselves on the rocks. They'll slide up on the rocks, grab one of them, ragdoll the motherfucker and throw him into the water. And then shuffle their way back into the water and go after it if it's not dead. Usually Good it's God. fucking dead. Um, so they're like, you are, you are safe nowhere with these things. They are crazy scary. I also Can I found ask this- you a question, Brad? Yes, ask away. Is the killer whale a true whale? Uh, it's a dolphin, actually. It's part of the mm. dolphin family. What? I have so, I have heard that. It's the largest the uh, largest member of the dolphin family. So why is it called a killer whale, whale Brett? Can you explain that to us? Uh, well, it's called an orca, actually, technically. I think that's more of a cool it's the size of a fucking whale. <laughs> well, it's bigger than some species of whale, yeah. It's absolutely massive, but it's technically... It's, it's, it's a Latin name is orca orsinus, I think. But it's uh yeah it's actually a dolphin technically. But it didn't it get the name orca you know from killer whale because orca means like you know, um, you know the. the I don't really go into the etymology like of the but name. No, it was called it, it was called a killer whale, um, because sailors actually called it a whale killer. Like they knew it was a dolphin. Uh. They said it's a whale killer because it kills other whales. Oh. And then that got mistrans- as well as literally everything else yeah, in the ocean. Then that got mistranslated into uh, 
a whale who is a killer, so it's a killer whale. But no, they, they called it that because yeah. it, it killed whales. So, um, But then, you know, there's not too much... Um, I I looked it up a while ago when I was really into killer whales, and there isn't really like a well defined uh, boundary between what's a whale and what's a dolphin, and you know can yeah. something be both at the same time? And it seems like the killer whale is one of the things where it's like, yeah, it's a dolphin, but you know if you call it a whale, it kind of is because it's a baleen mammal, and blah, yeah, it's kind of a weird um, hybrid. It's a trans yeah. animal. <laughs> trans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so. To get on to the, the deadly part of this, yeah. um, there have actually been no confirmed kills by killer whales in the wild, and we, we've discussed this at length, Morgan, and I just believe it's because they're so smart they don't leave survivors. <laughs> they leave no one. Yeah, they leave no witnesses. Anytime someone is lost at sea, quote-unquote, yeah. they've probably just been taken by You know that, that entire like ship that like people found in like the Bermuda Triangle? Killer whales. You know the one where it's like, <laughs> everyone's disappeared. The Bermuda Absolutely. Triangle is just like a bunch of killer whales. Killer whale feeding hotspot. Like um, all the all the planes that went down yeah. over the Bermuda Triangle, killer whales. Killer whales. Absolutely, they <laughs> launched themselves out and put, plucked them out of the air. Um, though I did find this hilarious video of some kids. Well, it's not hilarious. It's actually terrifying. But some kids swimming in a, in a bay, and there's two killer whales that swim in. And the kids just start screaming. The parents are videoing up from, like, a room, I'm guessing. Mm. And they swim towards these kids. And you think these kids are going to get fucked up. And then they just coast out of the out of the bay and just keep going. And I honestly believe that it's only because the killer whales couldn't get to the parents in the room. So, they're like, we'll let these ones slide. <laughs> they were like, we love killing offspring. But only yeah. once we've separated from its mother and she watches yeah. it die. So, we're not going to kill these kids right now. If yeah, we can't kill these humans mom, because people won't think that we're, you know, adorable and protect us. They'll be they like, just oh, wanted God. those people to know that they could have killed them if they yeah. wanted to. Oh, man, you yeah. see this video. Those kids are screaming as well, which I would be. Rightfully well. so, by yeah. the sounds of things. Oh, so, God. Brad, you said there's been no confirmed kills by... In the wild. In the wild, right? What yes, about in yeah. captivity? In captivity, there are four confirmed kills, and one whale is responsible for three of those. <laughs> Not even shitting you. His offspring's responsible for the other one. <laughs> Jesus. Um, That's plenty of attacks. Plenty of attacks in uh, in captivity. Um, like we're talking like uh, somewhere around. I think it was last time I checked. It was close to a hundred attacks, but they're minor incidents. Like no one actually dying. So like in a yeah, someone just lost like an arm or a leg. Yeah, um, half so their mi- face. Minor stuff. Minor stuff. But yes, yeah, so you're right there, Lachlan Tillicum. Um, rest in peace, you murderous bastard. <laughs> Uh, died in 2017. Oh, I didn't know Tillicum was dead. No, nah, they died from a bacterial infection. So, there you go. Oh, that's a was, really shitty way for a mass murderer to go. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually a cover-up. I'm sure that they just had to put him down because he was way too murdered. Um, but essentially, Do they have is- an electric chair that uh, you can fit a killer whale in? Yeah, it's got a fucking toaster, mate. <laughs> and uh, an extension cord. But he, yeah, he killed a confirmed, has three confirmed kills to his uh, resume. Uh, he killed uh, Kelty Byrne, uh, Daniel Dukes, and Dawn Brancho, which uh, Dawn Brancho was the most famous of those. I don't know if you guys would have heard about it. It was yeah. in 2010. Yeah. Uh, long-time trainer, Skelter. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely Skelter. Oh. Uh, I've got the autopsy. Uh, I'll actually just I'll quickly open it up here. Just, uh, sorry, guys. I should have had it open. Um but basically, uh, from what I remember off the top of my head, Skelter, uh, broken neck, and uh, dislocated her leg and two arms, I think. Uh, no, no, get dislocated her left elbow, left knee. Um, but yeah, he's Skelter. Uh, in fancy medical speak, if you want to hear it, it's avulsion of the scalp and associated glial and subglial hemorrhage. Oh, so. good. That makes it sound even worse. <laughs> I read this autopsy fully through, and he took it from her eyebrows to her ears to the back of her head. Oh, no. Nah, that's too- <laughs> that's How does a whale like- even do that? Like, they don't have hands. How is he so precise? Precision. Precision. I think, I think he must have pulled on her hair tough enough that it, yeah. I think that was Skelter. it. Say it. He got out his knife kit. Say it. He sculpted her. He sculpted her. It's an amazing feeling to climb Mount Everest, I know, because I've done it three times. You feel like you have conquered the environment and made Mother Nature your bitch. But what's next? 
Where is there left to go when you've been as high as any human can? Well, go 10,000 leagues under the sea when you visit the Mariana Trench. Battle the terrifying giant squid. Try not to puke at the anglerfish which creates its own light with that weird antenna coming out of its forehead. There's this gross blob-like thing that looks like a ball of snot. You don't have to look at it. If Mount Everest was inverted and dipped in marinara, it would still be two kilometers under the surface of the water. So don't reclimb Mount Everest and gaze upon all those majestic birds. Instead, dive into your nightmares and see literally the most disgusting things imaginable on this whole fucking planet. These godforsaken animals were thrown into the bottom of this trench for a reason. See all the mistakes that God is trying to hide from you. Go to jamescameron.com and when you book a one-way ticket, use code BIABP for 50% off your return. Can I just ask Brad? Yes. I hope I don't ruin what you're about to talk about. Yes. But um, in preparation for this episode, I actually watched the documentary Blackfish. Yes, yes. Which is about Tillicum. About Tillicum and and more specifically Dawn Brunshire as well. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, specifically about her. But I yeah. just want to know, are you including the homeless dude in your confirmed kills there? Yes, absolutely. Daniel okay. Dukes. Yep. Okay. The, um, that's, so, that's, you know, confirmed. Well, I mean, if you've seen Blackfish, quotes. When, when I say confirmed, it's... Uh, they were pretty quick to um, say that, oh, he drowned. But he must I, have drowned. Uh, for, for, must those, have, yeah. for those who don't know, let me yeah. jump in. Okay, a yeah, guy yeah. busted into the aquarium late at night and he was and drunk, right? Went, no, no alcohol or anything in his system. Oh, okay. Just drunk yeah. on He, we, he just looked like a hippie, so that's why they went with it. Because if you see a picture of him, he was like a peace-loving uh, transient. And he, so, he was you know, probably, probably trying to reenact Free Willy. <laughs> he wanted to go swimming with Tilikum, so he jumped in there. Yeah, and, and Tilikum um, fucking murdered his ass. Or he died from hypothermia. Yeah. No, incorrect. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yes, but this whale that already way- had one confirmed kill just have, so happened to let him swim around in there long enough for him to die of hypothermia. You know what's the most horrifying part is how when they got there in the morning, Tilikum was like parading the body around yeah. on his back. So he oh. had, yeah, he, he he had him on his back and was carrying him, and they took them several hours to get the and body back. And he was back. naked. He'd stripped all yeah. his clothes off. Stripped him. all his clothes and eaten his genitals. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. He bit his dick off. <laughs> he bit his like the the crutch area of his body completely. Oh, yeah. Good God! Um, now, so that was his second kill. That was in 1999. So now, 11 years. You've got a serial killer like Tillicum. And one, yeah. one night he's just swimming around in his little, you know, enclosure. And then yeah. all of a sudden a guy jumps into the pool. Is he like, yeah. oh, baby, this is my lucky day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like they're, they're hand delivering them now. Holy shit. Yeah, Uber um, His first confirmed kill was Kelty Byrne in 1991. Uh, and she uh, had the, the misfortune of slipping near the pool. Um so she she was a, a trainer and quite a young girl and then a champion swimmer as well in Canada, which is where he was housed. He was housed at a place called Sea Land before he went to Sea World. Um, and funnily enough, if 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 you've seen the um, Blackfish documentary, it's kind of like a janky thing. It's basically like some walls around, like like four walls in a in a marina, and they just had three killer whales in there. Um, so there were like boats parked around it and shit, uh, and. She was a trainer. She slipped into the water, and as she was standing up, uh, Sealand said they weren't able to identify which one did it, but eyewitnesses say that it was the one with the bent-over dorsal fin, which was Tillicum, um, dragged her underwater and drowned her, and then they all messed her up in the water. Like, all three of them got in on it. And then after that, they were like, all right, time to shut her down. So Sealand closed down. They sold Tillicum to SeaWorld and didn't tell anyone that he'd killed someone. Well, kind of glossed over it. Yeah. They they said, oh, we weren't confer- able to confirm which one did it. So that's how they sold him. Mm. We can't confirm it's who like did the, it. It's like the uh, firing squad, how they only give one gun the real bullet. Yeah, exactly. So they were saying that <laughs> so they, they never couldn't know confirm who actually which killed the prisoner. Yeah. 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 So they, that's how they got around that. So I think they sold all three killer whales. So they were like, oh, we don't know which one did it. You know, it could have been any of them. <laughs> one, one of, of these gone. whales is a murderer. Yeah. Guess which one? Still a good Bing, bing, bing. Um but there have been plenty of other incidents. Uh, I, I'm sure you you saw the Blackfish documentary, Lachlan. I think Morgan, you've seen it yeah. as well. Um, probably one of the most terrifying scenes in that whole thing was uh, when Ken Peters 
um, and he's he's with a whale that he did shows with quite a bit called. Uh, now I'm going to butcher this. I think it's Kasat Kasatka. Kasatka, um, yeah, I think Kasatka. And that is, uh, I don't know it. I think he might be uh, uh, related to Tilikum because Tilikum fathered, I think, 22 whales while he was in their breeding program. Um, and he dragged, he drags this guy down underwater in a 30 foot pool for about 10 minutes to attack glass. And then he finally manages to get himself out of the water. Um, but basically it would take him down for, you know, sometimes up to a minute and 20, uh, a minute and 20 seconds at a time by the foot. Uh, and then it, would, then it would bring him back to the surface and he'd sit there and you, you can see like this very, very good video of this. Um, He's like ventilating really hard, trying to get air into his lungs because he knows he's going back down under. And then he was an experienced scuba diver. Experienced scuba diver. And he's pulling, and then it pulls him back down under and keeps him there. And he's just holding it the whole time. And it's ragdolling him every now and then, like twisting directions. So then it would inevitably bring him to the surface. And then eventually he's just patting it and it lets him go. So he just starts swimming. And they had a net up ready. So he goes over the net. This thing goes over the net after him. Yeah. And he gets up onto the wet platform thing and he thinks he's safe. He turns around, it's still coming. He tries to get up with like mangled feet and like falls over and just like slides out of the fucking <clears throat> the wet platform area, which is like, you know, a couple inches of water there so that the whales can slide up onto it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, and yeah, he's like gets there and they like don't even move him. They just like start medical work on him because he's like freaking out. Like he's in shock big time. They're yeah, he was fucked him. up. Yeah. Like he, he would, I would have. I don't know how he stayed so calm because this thing is huge and it's pulling him underwater, and it does it to him. It was like, just, it was just toying with him. Yeah, it's if you haven't seen Blackfish, watch it. Um, it's fucking intense. All right, Brad, what do you, what do you think? What is it ethical to keep these bad dog dolphins caged up? Well, this is the thing, right? So yes or no? Yes or no? I mean, I yes. I don't have a problem or with no. it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Welcome. I'm going to come out and say it. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we are top of the food chain, so we can do whatever the fuck we want, but uh, you've got to expect them to fight back. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we put uh, we put psychopaths in prison, so <laughs> it seems fitting. No, but I, I don't think you should uh, keep these uh, bad dogs locked up. Or if he, you he- do, then, yeah, you should expect that they're going to fucking mm-hmm. go crazy because they are very intelligent animals, and if yeah. you put me... Mm-hmm. In a cage that wasn't that big, and made me do tricks for people or withhold food if I didn't. Then one day I'd probably just snap and you know scalp a bitch. So yeah, <laughs> um, look, this is the this is the point I want to make. Here, is that Tilikum may have scalped three people or have three scalps to his name, um, <laughs> but the 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 importance that he's had in people's lives in regards to preserving marine life and and marine biology in general and getting people into the field and all that kind of stuff far outweighs the three scalps on his on his hands, if that makes sense. <laughs> but how much does one whale have to suffer to make the world a better Well, place? that's what I mean. I don't think we should have a prolific number of these things in captivity. I'm just saying that I can understand the benefit of having 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 people be able to come and see a killer whale, I think has done a lot more good than bad. And I think mm-hmm. that that's evident by the people in the Black Blackfish documentary at the start talking about how much they wanted to get into it after they saw SeaWorld. You're going to deprive kill children in, in the future of that because, you know, in, in, people in an inner city can't go out to, you know, Washington State and look at black uh, uh, killer whales in the wild. Like, they just can't. They can't go on a whale watching. But they can go yeah. to SeaWorld and see all these animals and fall in love with them and want to do that as a career. Surprisingly nuanced view there, Brad. Thank you. Um, so, Lachlan. Hello. Uh, can you tell us about your first animal? Okay. So... I want to start with a specific attack. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. on May 28th, 2016, a rabid pack of super predators was captured on video harassing, scaring, and ultimately killing a defenseless teenager one day after his 17th birthday. I speak, of course, of the vicious and inhumane zookeepers at the Cincinnati Zoo who, on that hot Ohio afternoon, murdered Harambe, (laughs) the Western Lowlands gorilla, in cold blood. In an attempt to bait the 220 kilo silverback for some kind of sick sport, an (laughs) ex-convict and the unwed mother to his four children all but forced their three-year-old son 
over a three-foot fence, <laughs> through four feet of bushes, and down into a 15-foot deep moat surrounding the gorilla enclosure. Upon seeing the distressed child, Harambe, the gentle soul that he was, climbed into the <laughs> moat to protect the boy. Harambe first tried using his own body to shelter the boy, but suffering an onslaught of taunts and jeering from onlookers, moved instead to get the child to safety on dry land, stopping to check on his ward several times along the way. <laughs> Carrying the boy up the ladder into the enclosure, worrying only about the safety of the young life before him, Harambe was met with a hail of gunfire and was shot dead by zookeepers. Biologists and primatologists, most notably Jane Goodall, agree that Harambe was only trying to protect the boy, and for his noble efforts, he was murdered. People the world over <laughs> were outraged by these horrific events, and rightly so, as nobody involved has had to face justice. Harambe was finally given the honour he deserved in March of 2019, when Elon Musk released a song <laughs> titled R.I.P. Harambe. Okay, so let's talk about some attacks where the gorilla was actually the perpetrator. <laughs> uh, so there was did nothing wrong. Dicks out for Harambe, boys. Yeah, absolutely. So there was a there was a 2017 incident where a silverback charged a group of tourists in the Volcano National Park in Rwanda. And uh, I've seen the video of it. It just throws three people into the air like it's nothing. Um, <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta um, say this. At the Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago in 2005, a 16-year-old male gorilla attacked an intern, pushing her to the ground and biting her left side. Uh, Could you say that he was uh, close to the edge? <laughs> the zoo reported it as a training error. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a 13-year-old male named Jabari at the Dallas Zoo in 2004 escaped his enclosure and attacked a mother and her three-year-old son, throwing the woman and trying to eat the child. Uh, <laughs> Jabari was justifiably shot dead by SWAT officers. Justifiably this time. <laughs> Just he he had up. nearly the whole kid in his mouth. Like he was, Holy it was like a big sandwich. <laughs> Um, Not even oh, killer whales eat toddlers. Did the kid die? No, no, the kid lived. Fuck. If you call it. And Burkito, a male gorilla living at the, and I'm going to butcher this, Diergaard Bildjorp Zoo in the Netherlands, jumped the moat surrounding his enclosure in 2007 and went on a rampage, inflicting <laughs> multiple bone fractures and more than 100 bite wounds on one woman and injuring three oh. others. And this was the second oh. time he'd escaped. The first time in 2004, he scaled three metre high walls, uh, but he didn't manage to injure anyone that time. Uh, and of uh, course. Did you say 100 bite wounds? A hun- more than 100. Oh, she would have just been pulp. Yeah, uh, pincushion. <laughs> and let's not oh. forget, of course, the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, so. So, to survive a gorilla attack, uh, you want to make yourself as small as possible. You want to avoid eye contact, try and stay silent, and just sort of slowly back away, like move away slowly, but as quick as you can. Um, so, this isn't like any bears where you want to... This isn't like bears where you want to make yourself look no, as no, big no, as no. possible. Um, don't run, you don't scream, don't try to make yourself big. If it grabs yeah, you, up, don't boy. try to fight it. Um, gorillas are stupid strong. Um, the no, average gorilla can lift about a hundred kilo, uh, about eight hundred kilos. Oh, um, <laughs> the world, off. the world record deadlift is five hundred <laughs> kilos. That is disgusting. Uh, and they can actually move faster than Usain Bolt running his world record hundred meter dash. Um, oh, they can get up to forty k's an hour. Usain Bolt averaged thirty two k's an hour. <laughs> oh my god! If they see oh. you as a threat, they will. Straight fuck you up. <laughs> that is disgusting. If that's if terrifying. if one of them decides that it's taking you, you just got to accept it, and that, that's <laughs> that's your fate. If it wants to toss you into the air, yeah, that's just, right. You're going for a ride, brother. So now that you've told us all those terrifying things, Lachlan, do you mm. think that the Cincinnati Zoo was justified in shooting Harambe just in case he snapped and went on a brutal rampage like that? 
Definitely not. He was a kind soul. <laughs> so if if Harambe, Harambe died Harambe. for our tins. <laughs> if, if, a, if a gorilla like Harambe was dragging around your little baby boy Harrison, would you would you shoot Harambe? Would you pop a cap in his ass? I would not let my little baby Harrison get into a fucking 15 foot deep moat for the start. <laughs> Good answer. No, uh, look. Great answer. Look. For the bands, Lachlan. For the bands. <laughs> <laughs> look, the, the experts all agree i said they all agree that harambe was trying to protect the boy which is true um but they also all agree that shooting him was the only option um if they had tried to tranquilize him it just would have made him angry uh tranquilizers take about five to ten minutes to kick in so he would have been like thrashing violently in that time um and because taking it out on the boy because he was so scared and confused it was likely that even though he had no ill will uh, he probably would have seriously injured the boy. So, unfortunately, killing him was the right decision. But the fact that that uh, situation was allowed to happen at all is criminal. That kid's going to grow up with some serious mental problems because he knows how loved the world over Harambe is. And how fantastic he is. Harambe yeah. was killed because of him. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk, you've got a billion. Did the parents go to jail for that? Or- no. No. Uh, no, no charges at all. Some, that is some criminal negligence. Criminal negligence, I would say. That but is. Uh, no, Chicago Police Department said they would not face any charges. Oh, yeah. Jeez, they're real good at dismissing charges, the old mm-hmm. Chicago precinct. All right, Lachlan, you've told us about uh, yeah. gorillas, but chimpanzees are fucking brutal too. I watched a documentary about them, which almost made me puke. And it's, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was, it was truly depressing. To think that chimpanzees are our closest relative, and they're just so fucking brutal and tribal, it really paints a bleak picture for our kind. Now, I don't know how closely gorillas are related to us, but you know, chimps are fucking mental. I, in this documentary, they just decided that one guy in the tribe was causing more more trouble than he was. You know, he wasn't beneficial to the tribe anymore. So they were just going for a walk, going out for a hunt. They're all like walking along, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of them calls out, and they all know what to do. They turn on this guy. And fucking rip his limbs off. Oh. <laughs> they just started attacking him, beating the shit out of him. They ripped all of his limbs off and then ate him. They ate him. That is <laughs> atrocious. It's not their fault. I'm just though. picturing these, picturing these chimps having a meeting. Like when I give the signal, you know what to do, boys. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not the chimps' fault that they're so you know aggressive and violent and uh, tribal and primal instincts and all that sort of thing. It's purely economic factors. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it, it's... Yeah, you guys should watch that documentary. It's... Um, yeah, it sounds it fucking called, sick. It had a badass name mm. as well. It was something like the um, most vicious chimp. Attack of the cannibal chimps. they did some other stuff as well but there was one scene where it showed them raiding a neighboring um uh, area of chimps like a a neighboring tribe and they just massacred this entire tribe and ate them it was just mental they like it's not like the other tribe was honing in on their territory they were just like yeah we want this extra bit of land because our tribe's expanding so let's go there and eat them it was fucking crazy. Anyway, mm. you need to get me the name of this thing. Really I makes you think. That. that sounds fucked up. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll I'll get it to you. So yeah. I'm gonna tell you, motherfuckers, all about crocodiles. Ooh. All right. So I watched this documentary series called uh, "Built for the Kill," which is on Netflix, and the episode about crocs show you how they learn to become effective killing machines. Now, the life of a crocodile is cold. They turn into cold-blooded killers because they have rough childhoods. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> they don't start life as the king of the river, fucking jacking mammals from the bank. They have to build up to that shit because only one in every 50 babies makes it to an adult. In the crocodile world, survival of the fittest means survival of the fucking psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> They can slow their heart rate down to two beats per minute and hold their breath for an hour. This is what they do when they are sneaking up on mammals that come close to the river's edge to drink. They aren't, as, they aren't quick, but they are very sneaky. They burst out of the water and in one quick move 
and all of a sudden they have you by the neck, they pull you under the water, and they toss you around until you stop moving. They drown people and animals. They're <laughs> fucking brutal. They look like dinosaurs, and that's because they are dinosaurs, so they are very scary. They can go on land as well. So with great whites or whatever, you're like, oh, fuck, I better stay out of the water. At least then I'll be safe. And with lions, you're like, well, if a lion comes at me, I can jump in a pool or a lake. But with crocodiles, <laughs> they will fuck you up anywhere. They are the <laughs> ultimate killing machines, and we need to eradicate them before they destroy us all. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they get fucking huge as well. Oh, mate, they have fucking beasts. They yeah, get really long, like six meters, yeah, six, so, six, seven yeah, meters long. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, they get fucking huge. They are disgusting. And there's, they're not like those like, bitch-ass alligators. They're like... <laughs> no. Fuck. Crocodiles are legitimate apex predators. They, it's and disgusting. They, how, they, how I how say well that every time out. a crocodile is on TV, I say this to whoever's around me. I say they are actual dinosaurs. They have not changed yeah, for like over mm. six million years because they don't need to because they are already <laughs> perfect killing machines. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know what I mean? When you have like a signature kill move, like aka the death roll, like, yeah. you know you're doing all right. Yeah. Like people know, cool like you it? say a death roll and people know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's like a wrestling terrified. Yeah. It's the fucking finisher. And yeah. then gnarly as fuck, they store bodies underwater, like they stick them under things. Yeah, like, yeah we'll come back for you later. Yeah, uh, they're um, they're they're fucking mental, and they they kind of have to build their way up to be this apex predator that you're talking about. Like yeah. I said, only one in fifty babies becomes Started an adult. Started from the bottom, now we're here. You know, you know why <laughs> not many become adults, Brad? Why? Because they get fucking jacked by adult crocodiles. That's how brutal these <laughs> things are. <laughs> they will eat their own babies. They're, yeah, they're that's crazy. fucking pretty metal, actually. <laughs> yeah, and they get they get eaten by bigger fish as well. Because when they like they hatch out of eggs, because they're reptiles. Yeah, they're fucking. So tiny. they are very very small when they're born, and then they they grow into fucking big motherfuckers. But they're um, it's yeah. crazy how how fast they grow as well. In this episode of Built for the Kill, which I suggest everybody watch because it was awesome. There was this, um, I think they're called jackalopes or whatever, the things that bounce around. Yeah. Gazelles. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) But they're bouncing around and they're running away from these uh, African hunting dogs, right? I don't know. They look like dingoes. Oh, no. Anyway, it's bouncing around and it's like, fuck, you know, these dogs are all going to get me. They're hunting in a pack. So, it jumps in the water. Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's like a crocodile grabs by the neck. Kills it, right? Crocodile kills it. So then the crocodile's like, well, this is going to take me a few days to eat. So the crocodile's eating it all day, gets to the nighttime, and it's eating it on the riverbank. A fucking leopard jumps out of a tree, picks up the jackalope by the neck, and drags it off. So then the crocodile's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you just stole it. So then the leopard's eating it up in the tree, and then it falls out of the tree, and these hyenas come along to take it. And uh, oh, before no. the hyenas do, the uh, uh, the crocodile grabs it and drags it back to the river and then <laughs> and then the hyenas come and steal it and as they steal it the croc like runs along the river back and jacks it back again so you got five different animals trying to eat you as a jackalope like, you, know, you do not want to live in that place it's fucking terrifying <laughs> He's like jackalope one more time. I'm getting shit myself. <laughs> what are they called? I don't know what they're called. Antelope or gazelle, bro. No, jackalopes are a real thing. No, they're not. They are. Fuck off. They absolutely are. How much do you want to bet? Uh, I don't know. Don't Google it. You got to say it before you Google it. Five dollars. <laughs> I'm not confident now. You shouldn't be. All right. I don't know what it was, but it was a thing that was jumping around. Uh, anyway. I thought you just like fucking. Made up a word there. Oh, yeah, shit. I, I picture what you mean, like. Okay, I owe you five bucks, Brad. <laughs> Get fucked. It's a, it's a mythical animal of North American yeah. folklore. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's not like mythical because it was in this documentary, so. Mate, case as a cryptozoologist, Lachlan, you should be all over I know. I should be. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Disappointing. Okay. So um, yeah, I know what you mean, though. Like, this small horned fucking bouncy thing, right? Yeah, it was bouncing around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that... <laughs> That thing deserves to get fucked it's, up. It's not, like a, that. <laughs> it's not a good lie. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, we've we've each gone through one animal now that took a while, so mm. maybe we'll pick up the pace a bit here. But, Brad, can you tell us about the hippo? Oh, well, in Africa? Actually, I'm going to flip turn things up on side of you. The most dangerous animal. Man. <laughs> no, nah, actually, uh, <laughs> actually, anyway. 
uh, yeah, so hippos. Uh, mean, like, the average adult weight is around 1,500 kilos, so pretty big. Yeah. Um, yeah, what are we talking about? They uh, they have a bite force of about 8,100 newtons, so they're not quite, their bite force isn't as, as uh, strong as the, the old killer whale there, but still, fuck off. Their jaws can open to 180 degrees, or roughly. Oh, Jesus, really? Yeah, so they, they go flat. Uh, they've got giant mandibles. I don't know if anyone... If anyone hasn't seen it, sorry, they'd be fucking next level. Uh, they're, they're huge. They're, uh, I don't have the exact measurements, but we're, we're talking like steak knife big, and they're oh. just as sharp as that, and they're oh. solid bone. Um, <clears throat> they um, they have a land speed of 30 kilometers an hour, which surprises oh, a lot of people, and I think that's why a lot of people- for a hippo. Yes. I think that's why a lot of people get caught out by these things, because they're quite agile on the land. Um and I did uh, look into this a bit. You're right. You say Bolt. His his fastest speed recorded mm-hmm. is 44.5 kilometers an hour, and that was between 60 and 80 meters in his world record run of 9.58 seconds. So that was only for 20 meters was he able to sustain that speed. Uh, your average sprinter can hold 37 kilometers an hour for about 13 seconds. Your average person can hold 25 kilometers an hour for about 14 to 15 seconds. <laughs> So these things will run your ass down. Yep. Like they can Can't sustain 30, 30 kilometers an hour for fucking a long time. Um, now, uh, not to shit all over your last uh, animal, Morks, but uh, I've got videos of hippos jacking the fuck out of crocodiles. Like these <laughs> really? things will just fucking slaughter them. They give no fucks. They're amped up on testosterone and they just attack <laughs> anything that moves. It's not even... <laughs> An exaggeration. Like, I've got some videos here of these guys canoeing down a river and this thing just bursts out of the water from underneath them. It is fucking terrifying. They'll chase boats, like a giant boat that holds, like, 20 people. They'll chase it. They'll try and jack anything. There's a story from end of last year. A tourist in um, America was uh, canoeing down the Zambezi River, burst out from under a canoe, grabbed her by the leg, snapped her leg clean in half. She was in intensive care. Somehow survived. I don't know how she survives that, but this thing just randomly attacked her. Um, and there was a whole group of them just canoeing down the Zambezi. By the way, stupid idea, deserved to be hippoed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, these things, they jack anything that comes into their territory. And it's literally, that's why like 500 people a year die. Because I'd just be fishermen on a canoe or something fishing. And these things burst out from under the water and they knock the canoe over. And then when you're in the water, you're fucking dead. Now, Brad, do they eat people? No, they jack people for fun, bro. They just roll them. They don't eat them because they they eat um ah oh, shit plants like plants and shit. Um, I was trying to think of specific plants. They, yeah, they're yeah, they herbivores. So they jack people purely for being alive. Well, like, it's like a territorial thing, right? Yeah, yeah. They're amped up like their testosterone levels are off the chart. Like they just want to fuck everything. Ah, uh, to- toxic masculinity. <laughs> toxic masculinity <laughs> to the extreme. Though I would love to see someone with a pink pussy hat go and try and talk these motherfuckers down. <laughs> Um, they, they, they burst out of reeds. Like they're pretty silent. Um, so like they'll be feeding in the reeds or something like that. And this is where a lot of people get themselves in trouble and people, someone will walk down into the, you know, to the water's edge or something. And these things will just burst through the reeds already storming at you and they'll just <laughs> fuck you up. And it's like, people are like, Oh, just zigzag. These things are actually very agile. Zigzag. Like, yeah, like, you know how, like, they say the crocodiles zigzag. It's like the same thing here. It's like, oh, you know, you, you probably can outmaneuver a hippo. They're actually pretty fucking agile. Like, they'll still jack your ass. They, uh, and they'll just keep going and going until they get you. Like, I you, think you're not going to be able to outrun it. I think they have the element of surprise in two ways. Because, one, obviously, they burst out of, like, the reeds and the, you know, the plants yeah. covering the surface of the water and shit. And mm-hmm. two, like, they're big, fat, round animals. Like, mm. they don't look... Like something that's going to try and fucking kill you. Do they open their mouth? Once they open their mouth, you get an idea yeah. of like what's going on there. But when they're sitting there on the land, mouth's closed, you're like, oh, look at a pudgy cute yeah, little I, thing. I never considered them yeah. um, a, a dangerous animal until, yeah. I can't remember when it was. I think it was when I was in school. I heard a story about uh, a hippo in a circus fucking eating a midget and just swallowing it whole. <laughs> I don't know how true it is. It was presented <laughs> to me as true. That's very uh, And after that, I looked it up and, yeah, they're actually real fucking dangerous. Yeah. Like, they, they when they bite people, they sometimes they, like, clean in half. Yeah. 
Like, it, it, they're fucking mm. so strong and so... And like I said, the, the 8,100 newtons of force is, is one of, pretty... Yeah, one of the most... Nothing to scoff at. One of the no. most dangerous animals in Africa and, yeah, more dangerous than lions, believe it or not. Maybe even as dangerous as crocodiles because some of the stats I was seeing for hippos, it said 500 per year and then some of them said like 2,900 a year. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there was... I, I saw a, uh, a school in... I think it was Nigeria... Mm-hmm. Uh, a teacher took out 13 students on the river. Hippo yeah. fucking flipped them and killed them all. So all, 14, of, all of them. It's a massacre. Jesus. Yeah. Holy fuck. I, I, was, I think when they I was drowned. This, I, I don't one... think the hippo like ate them one by one. But, you know, he <laughs> caused the death. One hippo yeah. caused the death of 14 people. It was massive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I did say a, a story that I was also going to bring up. Um probably 10 years ago there was a Chinese tourist attacked and as they were looking into it uh, attacked and killed by a hippo that same day there had been four people killed on the same river by hippos like probably two fishermen hippo. Chinese tourists and a another tourist um, I can't remember the country wow. but yeah within the space of a couple of hours four people had been killed by hippos on that exact stretch of river the Chinese person was probably trying to get part of its tooth as an aphrodisiac <laughs> <laughs> Um, alright, so that's, that's hippos. Terrifying animals. All right. Well, this episode ended up running way longer than we expected it to. So we split it into two parts. Part two, you will find uploaded today at the same time as part one that you've just listened to. So you can continue listening right now. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud to make sure that you get new episodes as soon as they're available. And you can follow us on all of our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, please rate and review us on iTunes. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends. Life is a pop of the cherry. 